Salam, I'm Alex, a small business owner and entrepreneur, and this is the Awiya podcast show where every episode you will hear an amazing Muslim woman's story of how they got started in their career and how they can help you take your first step to your amazing journey. Salam and welcome to Weo Podcast Show. I'm your host, Alex Gouri, and I'm here to share with you amazing stories of Muslim women and what they've gone through to get to where they are today. And my very special guest today is Claudia Cruz. She is a revert to Islam for seven years now and born and raised in Dominican Republic and now living in New York City. She's a wife, a homeschooling mom to a daughter and son, and she's also the creator of Claudia Noor Cosmetics, a line of makeup and skincare made with halal, all natural and wudu friendly ingredients especially designed for Muslim women that want beauty products that are in line with our faith. Welcome, Claudia. Thank you so much. And assalamu alaikum to everyone that is listening. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm really excited you're here because I haven't seen a product that has so many halal options as you yours do. I mean, everything is halal. I mean, and everything I, is halal. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And I wanted to know more about your journey and why you started a halal product company. So if you can tell us more about that, yeah. Um, yeah. So it all like it all started when I reverted. I um, I actually my back like before I reverted, I was um, pursuing a modeling career, and before wow. that, I um, I did have some success in international pageants, which I don't like to like divulge too much, so that you know um, the, the hijab aspect of it, but that's what I was doing before I reverted to Islam. And in that industry is all about, you know, like you're on, you're wearing makeup every day and it's yeah. an essential part of, um, what you're doing. So when I reverted, I, you know, I came into Islam and I'm learning all about modesty and I'm learning all about the prayer and about, um, the requirements of the prayer and how, the wudu needs to be done and needs to be performed in a way that is valid. Um, you know, so when I was reading, I was like, my makeup was, everything was waterproof. Everything was like, you put it on your face and it stays on your face, no matter <laughs> what you do. Um, so then when I was reading like the requirements and it's like, the water has to reach your skin, the water has to mm -hmm. touch your skin. And then I'm making wudu with this makeup on. And I feel like, you know, it's just like you take it and nothing moves. And then I'm like, I don't think this is right. Um, so, you know, I'm saying like, okay, there's so many Muslims all around the world. I'm like, somebody must have figured out, like, how do you do it? Because I was also, I didn't know anything. And I'm like, so how do I, like, how do women do it? Like, do they take their makeup off every time they do wudu? It's five times a day. Like, how, how does that work? Um, and so I was researching and researching. And at this point, um, social media was already like on its way, but it was not what it is today. So like there was not a lot of information that I could find on like what is a practical way to do this. Um, so I realized that nobody was doing like like there was maybe like one halal makeup company in uh, Malaysia. And that was about it. And I'm like, how is this even possible? Like, why is nobody talking? Um, and maybe to somebody can be like, oh, my God, like it's just like makeup and whatever. Like, don't make it such a big deal. but. For me personally, it was a big deal because I'm coming from a place where it's everything I do. You know, like it was yeah. like I wanted to change it. I wanted to find a way, but I didn't know how to. Um, and let's not even get into like the actual products. Like if you when you're applying something and, you know, the makeup industry 
and the cosmetic industry, they use like crazy things sometimes. And you're like, why are there bugs on my lipsticks? You know, like, yes. and it <laughs> happens. So then I was like, I, I wanted, I want everything that I am doing to be in line with Islam. You know, mm-hmm. I want um, everything. I don't want to have any doubts. I want everything to be as pure as possible. Like I want, like, you know, that's what I wanted. And I wanted like just somebody to kind of tell me like, listen, this is how it is. Um, you have to like, you cannot wear waterproof makeup, but there are options. And because I didn't find that, I said, okay, then I have to like, I have to do something. And it was, it was not the first thing I did. Um, but I think maybe we will get to that as we talk. Like yeah. I, I had like a different business and then, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk about that. What happened before? Like, what was your business previously? Uh, well, like I, when I reverted, like, you know, modeling and like beauty and mm-hmm. fashion and everything. And I started wearing the hijab like right away. I, wow, like, I loved it from the beginning. That's amazing. Um, and I want to give like a shout out to all of the like Malaysian and Singapore, like sisters from Singapore, because I like stalked everything I could find. I'm like, oh my God, they were so amazing. And I really, I loved it from the beginning. Yeah. And I started, I wanted to start like this, you know, like hijab boutique and like sell clothes and stuff. And um, this was not something that I was making myself. I was like finding suppliers and then like reselling it. And it didn't like, I eventually I didn't like it because I had to like go through so many loops to find things that were like, good for us as Muslim women. Yeah. And I said, I would love to make it, but I don't have any experience in sewing. Like I don't, I have no clue. Um, what I did, I did do was like, I used to make my own stuff, like skincare stuff and makeup because, you know, when you're doing that all the time, you start to get like, Oh, um, not everybody, but I like to do that. <laughs> Let me mix this lipstick. Oh, this is drying out. I need to like revive it or something. Like I, I would do that. And, um, when I really got into like the makeup and I wanted to wear this makeup and this is something that really, really pushed me was that my skin was horrible. Like I had to wear makeup because my skin got to a point that I couldn't do without it because it was not healthy. So then I'm like, I want to wear this makeup, but I, I really, I cannot, like I cannot go out of the house without foundation. Like I I cannot do it. And that's when this, that's where the skincare came in. And I said, um, for myself, I said, I'm going to stop everything because I tried so many different things when it comes to skincare and nothing kind of like worked for my skin. I couldn't figure it out. Um, and I said, I'm going to stop everything. I'm going to go like hundred percent, all natural, like hundred percent. And I did that while I was doing like my foundations. Cause I started only with like mineral foundations yeah. and I was working on my skin, like on my personal stuff. And then I was doing the mineral foundations, um, just testing everything I have done with my business has been testing and seeing the demand and seeing if it works. And from that, then just moving on and like making everything on demand. Like, um, and actually I learned that like now that's like an amazing business thing. Like you work with the demand, like you don't create something and then you look for customers. I didn't even know that. (laughs) I just said like, Oh, let me just see because my budget is very tight. Um, I don't want to jump into something and invest money on something that I don't, you know, that I have no idea about because I didn't have idea about businesses. Um, so I started with just like one thing, like the mineral foundations. And then I had mm-hmm. so many sisters that sounded just like me. They're like, oh my God, like, yes, yes. friendly, like something like finally somebody thought about this. Um, and so- that's where everything kind of came about. 
And how did you figure out how to make something that is Wadoop friendly? Like what, um, yeah, so, how did you test it out to check that? So yeah. um, in many different ways, like I started first, I started researching what makes cosmetics waterproof. I'm like, what is it that just turns this thing into the magic that it is, you know, because before Islam, it was like, oh, amazing. Like I can yeah, just put it course. on. <laughs> but I'm like, what is it? And then I, um, I learned that is the main ingredient like even um, oils, which a lot of sisters think that if they put oil on their faces, like they cannot take voodoo, but oil gets like the skin absorbs it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you put it on your skin and you massage it, the oil goes in your skin and it doesn't like, it doesn't create a layer that doesn't let the water go in. Okay. And even um, there are some hadiths about Prophet Wasallam where he would actually apply like olive oil on his skin and he would take voodoo. So from that is where... Um, the permissibility of like oils and anything that is kind of liquid that you apply, like you can take wudu with it, um, liquid oils, I mean. Um, but then I realized that um, in this recent, like last 30 or 40 years in the cosmetic com- cosmetics industry, like silicones and like the way that you can um, manipulate them, that is where like the waterproof trend has like really kicked in because they are amazing. I mean, they are amazing at creating this like layer on your skin that allows you to do all the things that we see like 24 hour and like sweat proof and all of that. Um, so I said, well, if I don't have silicones, um, if I can, if I can formulate stuff that doesn't have that, if I can formulate things that like are just like, not waterproof, but not completely, like it doesn't completely wash off your face. Um, And then I realized that minerals um, are like the best option. Mm -hmm. And what is amazing is that minerals are like the healthiest option. Yes, they are. So everything that I learned, like whenever I I created something and I'm like, well, how can I make something that's not waterproof? Um, Where I ended up, it was actually the best thing for your skin. Um, One of the things when I was researching minerals, um, is that when somebody has like a surgery or like laser um, done to their faces, like the only thing that they can apply when it comes to makeup is mineral makeup. I'm like, oh my God, if this is gentle enough that you can apply it when your skin is so sensitive, <clears throat> then it's like it's like the best thing for your skin. And I just, you know, it's a lot of experimenting because nobody, I don't think nobody really kind of like has this market Um idea with this market maybe it's not something um I don't know why I just I do it because I love it you know and there are sisters that are looking that are looking for it so I love creating it for it for them but after I did things then I would just test them I put them on my skin I put them in water and I see does it mix with the water okay it mixes with the water um I put it on napkins I tested the water goes through them like I would do all sorts of things just to like make sure that um, yes, it stays on your skin. It looks nice on your skin, but then also um, it's not waterproof. And the first thing was the ingredients, making sure that on the ingredient level, I don't have anything that is waterproof, that can create a waterproof layer. And then after that, it was just like a lot of testing and making sure that, you know, like the moment you see something mixes with the water, you know that, okay, the water is going, is going to be able to reach my skin. And you do get like, if you apply, if you try my makeup or if you have tried it, you see that the makeup does fade a little bit when you, um, when you take voodoo, that's like one of the biggest takeaways because yeah. if you wear makeup that is waterproof, you take it and off. your face looks exactly the same. Like there is not even like a little bit, like nothing. 
Um, so that's that was the first um, signal for me when I was wearing waterproof makeup that I would take voodoo and it was like I didn't do anything. Like my face was like like exactly the same. I'm like, this cannot be right. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Like it seems like your products um, are so amazing, Michelle. I'm gonna get some because <laughs> I know like I have to take off my makeup whenever I have to. Well, I just put my makeup on for whatever I need and then I just take it off the rest of the day. So that I can pray, you know, cause it's, it's difficult to keep makeup on that has all those things, you know, all those properties. Yeah. So it's really exciting to hear that there is a product out there um, for Muslim women. And I wanted to know, you know, when you were starting your company, was there any like hardships that you had that, you know, was any struggles? Um, and if you can tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there are there are struggles every day. There are struggles like when I started and there are struggles now and there's always going to be like struggles, you know, like it's it's kind of like just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest um, I think for me, one of the biggest things is that I had like my husband supported me a lot and that he would let me like um, spend hours like experimenting with powders and he would come in the room and tell me like, oh, my God, you look like. Science. You're making something weird with all those powders and stuff. <laughs> so funny. Um, so that um, that eased a lot of the struggles for me because I had time. Um, and the struggles that I faced, I just, I, I knew that there was a lot of struggles trying to build a business. Yes. Yeah. So I sort of said, I'm going to go really slow, mm-hmm. even if. I'm not making, I'm um, like, my business is not successful from the get-go. Um, something uh, that happens that I see with people that have a business, and even if um, you see any of these um, people that want to teach you how to have a business, is that they put this um, expectation that you're going to go into business and that you have to, like, you're going to make money and, like, it's just going to be amazing from the get-go and you're going to make this much amount in this much time. And um, to do that, actually... I, I learned it from the beginning to do that. You actually have to spend a lot of money up front. Right. So that was like, I wouldn't, I don't know if that's a struggle, but the thing that I had is that I had a small budget and I said, I could go really fast and like, maybe, maybe make a lot of money or I could go really slow, learn a lot about them, like what I want to do, um, experiment and see like the demand and how it goes. And I think that saved me a lot of like, a lot of struggles because, you know, when you start a business, one of the things um, that I see a lot is that people invest a lot of money or a lot of time, and then it doesn't turn out the way that they expected. And I think that if it's a matter of personal choice, either you spend all that time, spend all that money in the beginning, and then maybe, okay, the idea turns out, or you go a little slower, and then you work with the demand. And that's what I did. Um, I, I feel because I didn't go into it expecting it to be like, oh, this is going to be my business and like um, I'm going to become a businesswoman and this is what this is what it is. I think because I didn't have that expectation and I just started it like, oh, let me I think this will be helpful. Yeah, I think because I started like that, then it was I had much less struggles and maybe somebody will see it now and be like, oh, my God, what is like. Sometimes I feel like it's going so slow, but it's just what I decided to do. Like, you know, like you can, you can go either way. And I hope that I'm not like, no, I, like, th- I, I think, I hope I'm getting, I'm making the point. Like, no, I, yes, yeah. yes, you are. You're, you're saying that basically you, you did something you really loved 
and you were taking it slowly because what's important is like really taking your time and investing in the right way so that your business can grow because eventually what's going to happen is just in most businesses, it might take years, but there's something where it like starts the ball rolling and you're like, keep going, 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 you know, yeah. if you stick with it. And I think what you did was amazing. I hope you like really um, acknowledged all that you did because what you're doing is your intention is so great. It's like helping other women and also creating an amazing business. So I really um, applaud you for that. That's, that's something that us Muslim women need and need to hear this because a lot of, I've noticed a lot of people talking to me are like, how does your business grow? Well, I didn't start this year. I started years ago, you know, mm -hmm. just remember mm -hmm. that it takes yeah. time. It takes so that's time. really good. You have to shift a lot. Mm -hmm. I think like if you have a business and, you know, it's amazing because a lot of things that I did now I'm seeing that now, you know, there's so many courses and so many classes, right? So yeah. I'm always like, oh, taking business classes and seeing how I can get better. And I see a lot of things that I kind of, I don't know if I figure it out by myself or it was just that the circumstance made me do it like that. You know, sometimes, um, and this is a point like for Muslim women in businesses, sometimes Allah puts you in a situation and you might think that, you know, oh, why or like, I, I wish it would be different or I wish this or I wish that, right? Mm -hmm. And something that happened a lot with me is that I didn't have a lot of money to invest in the beginning, you know? I was like, I need to really, really like whatever I'm doing, I need to make sure that it's not, I'm not going to lose or like it's not going to be like a waste of money because my circumstance, right? So I didn't think of it like, oh my God, like, I wish I could invest this or that, or like, I wish I would have that. I just said, this is what I got. I'm going to make it work. Um, this is what Allah gave me. And this is like, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. And now I see that there were a, like, I think now if I would have had like a lot of money to invest back then, I would have lost so much mm. because I didn't know, you know, yeah. like if I would have, if I would have had more resources um, to invest, I probably would have invested it in the wrong things. And I would have lost money. Now I'm like, oh my God, alhamdulillah, that alhamdulillah, like, it yeah. was the way that it was. Because like, that's, it's so, so important for us as Muslim women, when you start the business, like you have to think that everything that is happening is happening so that you can be successful. Like, I think like, if I would have had a different um, circumstance, maybe if I would have invested and I would have lost, I would have completely like left it. I would have said, oh my God, I lost so much money. I'm not going to continue. Yeah. You know? So yes, um, for anybody that is like in that journey of like starting a business, just like your circumstance is what it has to be. So just yes. take it and go with it. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, whatever Allah is supposed to give you is giving you at this moment. So it's really great how you worked with that and how you saw that in the past, if you did have like a lot of that money, I yeah. mean, I could see that happening like in myself, if you have a lot of investment, you're like, Oh, let me get this. Let me get, let me yes. do that. Let me purchase that product. Oh, let oh, me do yeah. this, you know? And then you just, especially now it's so easy. It's yeah. so easy to like, you're like get this, get that. that. So this cute. is going to be great for your business. That ah. packaging. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you're, I know you're a mom of two and you're homeschooling them both now. Um, yeah. how do you balance being a mom and a businesswoman. And I think a lot of women out there are moms and business, you know, and I would love well, to hear how you do that. I think a lot of us are homeschoolers now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Especially in America. Cheers. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I was homeschooling before COVID. So okay. I think like I didn't like I didn't have to do it. Um, the homeschooling was actually something like me and my husband decided since my daughter was born. No, no. Since she get she since she got to the school age. And I said, oh, my God, I have to send her away for how many hours a day? And, um, you know, like the reason the reasons for homeschooling are so different across mm-hmm. like s- different people, you know, and like if we, if we get into that, then it's going to be like a different podcast. But we decided like um, we decided we wanted to homeschool and we kind of work everything around that. Like um, I am not so good with time management. Um my husband is very good with time management, so he helps me with that. I'm very creative and I want to do things. And then, like the one that, <laughs> and then he's the one that is like, okay, you have to do it in this time yeah. and this time and this time. And I'm like, yes. Um, sometimes it doesn't get so done, cute. but you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a team effort. And we sort of just like, we prioritize. Like if it's like, okay, the homeschooling first and then the business and then the food sometimes. Um, but it's, it's just like, again, it's just making it work for you and organizing the time. I mean, yeah, that's there like is the not, there's not, nothing else that I can say because my time and like somebody else's time can be very different, like the way that I work. So if somebody is like homeschooling and having a business, it's totally doable. Mm-hmm. Like for real is if you don't waste time, if you really like pay attention to what you're doing and you don't scroll too much on social media. It's totally, totally like you can do it. Yes, that's true. Um, yeah, especially if you, I will say like the, I don't know if you're going to ask me this, but the biggest thing that I have learned like in managing time is like creating systems of things. Like whenever I have to like launch a new product or I'm restocking a new product, mm-hmm. I have a little system and I can go through the checklist and say like, okay, this has to be done, this, 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 this. Because what happens is if um, when you have a business, if you have more than one product, if you have more than one thing or one service, um, it can it, it can be very easy to like, oh, you focus on one thing and you totally forget about your other th- stuff, yes. right? Yeah. So then um, that has that's the hardest thing for me to to manage because with makeup and skincare is so many things. It's foundation, lipsticks, um, skincare, all of that. And then everything has to get their time. So um, creating systems is the thing that I have done like this year, this year after like six years in business. That's great. <laughs> um, That's again, okay. Like just like you learn because yeah. you have so many um, failures. Um, I don't, I don't know if I had like one big failure, but I have like constant little failures, um, especially with time and managing the time. So um, sometimes you learn quick, sometimes you learn fast. And then sometimes like, you do it a hundred times until you finally figure out that you have to organize yourself. Um, um, but yes, time management is everything and not wasting time is even more important. Yeah. And I think those um, little failures, like I, I noticed that I started realizing they're just little learnings, you know, like I started figuring it out, like it's good to fail because I really improve in whatever I'm doing um, because of it. So yeah, I really, you know, like you said, Absolutely. like you keep going a hundred times and finally you get it right. And you're like, ah, I kept going, you know, I'm just, yes. I'm going to keep going. What is some good advice that you can give somebody if they're going into this field? Um, well, the thing is that the field is also very 
there's so many different ways you can go into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose what might seem like the the hardest way. I don't know because I make all of my own products. Um, so you could go into a like the skincare and cosmetic business, making all of your stuff, you know, and that takes time because you need to make, you need to test, you need to like stability testing and making sure that, you know, everything is the way that it's supposed to be. And then like there's packaging and then there's, there's labeling. So there's a lot of steps Um, or you can go into it like a private label. Like there are companies that actually make stuff that you can just buy and put your name on it. Um, That's an, that's an option that you can use. Um, I believe those are the only cosmetics and like you either make it or you get it already made. Um, And my advice would be that you just have to do your research and see what appeals to you and what do you want to like, what's going to be the soul of your business. Right. Because um, if you want to have something that's already made and just put your name on it, um, it's much easier on like, it's much easier because all you need to do is focus on the marketing and focus on promoting it. Um, of course, making sure that whatever you're selling, like it's in line with what we are doing. Um, but the thing is that if you want to go specifically in what I'm doing, which is voodoo friendly makeup and like halal makeup, um, I still don't think anybody's really like focused on voodoo friendly makeup. And because I'm not sure yet, I'm not sure like, um, People have focused on nail polish. Um, there's a lot of cosmetic nail polish. There's That's a what lot I've of noticed. cosmetics yeah. with nail polish. Um, I I just have to say, like, you have to like research it and see what like what makes your heart be like. Okay, I can help people with that. I can help it like in this way, or I can my 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 business has actually shifted a little bit in the last years, and I have gone a lot into skincare because um, I realized that. what a lot of sisters want is like a pathway of actually not wearing a lot of makeup, which is where I am right now. Um, When I started, I, I did want something that I could put like a full face of makeup and I didn't have to worry about voodoo Mm -hmm. because my skincare was not so healthy. And I didn't think it could get in a place where I wouldn't need a lot of makeup. Um, But slowly I, I started like working on my own skin and the same thing, I, I did the same thing. Like whatever was, was working for me, I was like, let me see if it works for somebody else. And then it did. And um, everything that I do is very natural. It's very gentle. It's um, just I like as gentle as it can be. Like I think that in skincare, so many sisters and so many women, their skin is so irritated because we have so many chemicals and so many products and so much stuff that... I find it super confusing and very um, overwhelming um, when you look at skincare today. And I said, I want to do something that is so simple, like so simple that you uh, your skin is actually becomes healthy and it can do what it's supposed to do because yeah. our skin, Allah made it like amazing. Like it's, it's yeah, amazing. So. Um, but sometimes we disrupt that by putting so much stuff in it. So that was like my idea for my own skincare. And I saw that it was working and then I put it on my website and I saw the shift and I saw a lot of sisters like, oh my God, yes, but I have to wear makeup. I have to wear concealer. Um, And so like, like it has shifted now to a point that I'm trying to make skincare that has some makeup in it so that your skin can actually like 
get better while you're wearing it. Oh, nice. Um, So like, these are like small shifts that I have made that if I would have started um, with full resources in the beginning, and I would have said, oh, full face of makeup that is halal and wudu friendly, like, if I would have stuck to that line, maybe it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been as helpful as it is right now. Because I really, really enjoy when, um, like, sisters tell me, oh, my God, I'm using the product and it's working. And I feel like my skin looks better and my skin looks healthier. And that really, really brings me a lot of joy. So um, it's really going to depend because I know not everybody's the same. So if you want to go into, like, makeup and skincare, but you feel like you're the type of person that just enjoys apply makeup because of the creativity of it like Mm -hmm. you know like that's another thing that people like I don't have creativity left (laughs) after homeschooling the kids kids making stuff um (laughs) so I don't I don't want to treat my face like a canvas but that's just me and um it all depends if you want to like for somebody that's thinking about a business in makeup and skincare it all depends on what is your goal at the end of the day? Like, do you want to um, help um, women with skincare? Do you want to provide them a pathway of creativity with their faces? Do you want to um, <clears throat> just, <clears throat> oh, sorry, just have halal makeup? Like, it yeah. would depend. Well, I think, you know, it's funny because you're talking and I'm remembering when I was a teenager, I had acne on my skin and then I had to like wear makeup to cover it. And then like, I always wore makeup until like my, my 30s when I started having kids. And I was like, no, I have no time to put this makeup on. And now <laughs> I really wish, and my skin got better because of it, because I think all that toxic makeup was on my <clears> skin. <throat> and then now, I'm, you know, when I was looking at your products, I was like, this is great because you make it so simple. You make it that it's for all these types of people, either they want to wear makeup or they don't. And Mm -hmm. I love that you have this new skincare line because um, it is taking care of like people who are like me who want something simple and yet effective, you know? So I really think your products, it's like, you know, as we're as we become parents, I think we realize there's some things that, you know, we don't have time for and some yeah. things that we do. <laughs> and I really love that you are shifting your business whenever, like you're just going with the flow and shifting your business at the same time. And it, you know, yeah. Some, and yeah. and um, sometimes the shift, um, which is since we are like focusing a little bit on business and like sisters who are thinking about that, sometimes yeah. the shift doesn't necessarily come from you. In my case, it just happens that like my, the person I want to help looks a lot like me, you know, but sometimes the person that you want to help doesn't look like you at all. And then you have to like shift with them. Um, For me, it has been a little bit easier because the shift happens with me. And like, like, I feel like I am kind of like my own customer. Um, But in other businesses, sometimes the customer doesn't look like you and you have to like like mold yourself to that if you want to serve and help them. And, you know, realize and study and Mm -hmm. understand what your, um, your clients are, your, whoever's purchasing your products. Yeah. Well, that's really great. And I wanted to see if there's anything else you wanted to um, share or, you know, uh, something that can inspire others, like any kind of motivational, you know, something you would say to somebody who, who really needs that boost of like, um, well, I think that for me, and I'm like, I'm just going to talk from, for experience. I actually did a post on this uh, on my Instagram because I thought it was really 
after I wrote it, I'm like, oh my God, like, yes. <laughs> because um, people say about Islam or about, especially the hijab, that I was going to hold you back. But if you, if you are looking for something like some inspiration, if you want to do a business, if you want to like um, get better, whatever it is that you want to do, if you put, if you set the right intention, mm-hmm. you know, if you first you set the right intention and then, um, of course, we set our intention for the pleasure of Allah, like at the end of the day, like we need to like have that in the forefront. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, then it's going to work out. Like maybe it's not going to work out the way you think it's going to work out. Like when we are in, in the middle of the thing, you don't, you cannot come out and see the whole picture, right? Like I was saying, like if maybe if I would have had more resources, I wouldn't have my business today. So um, if I can say something that would inspire somebody is that you are supposed to be wherever you are right now. And instead of like saying like, oh, I wish I had this or I would like to do this. You can do whatever it is you want to do, especially like this is the time when you can actually do anything. Like you can learn anything. Um, The Internet is there and you can. There is, I, I personally believe like there is no limit. If there is anything, it's like there's too many options. Right. Like there's so much, <laughs> so like, many options, so many things you can do. Actually, yeah. the hardest thing is to like focus on one. Um, and that can, that's amazing. Like I think um, when I think about myself, I'm like, I, um, I tell my husband that I used to work uh, before I converted to Islam. I used to work for this lady and like selling jewelry for her. And she was a great businesswoman. Like she was, oh my God, like she could sell you a glass of water. I mean, like amazing. And I used to see her and I'm like, ah, I am so not like that. I could never have a business. I, because like you need, like I thought like you need to be like that. You need to be like, you know, aggressive and you need to know how to sell and convince people. And this was like, what, like nine years ago. I said like, oh, I will never have that. Um, I could never run a business. And I forgot about that. But now when I have my business and I do it in a way that is my personality, like I'm still not like that. I'm not like aggressive or like, hey, this is like, I'm not like that. I just, Allah didn't put it in me. But I have a business in the way that fits my personality. Like I found a way um, to just, I don't know, to make it work for me. And it's not really that I found a way, it's that Allah opened up the way. Because I remember when I, when I had like my first business with the um, hijab store, I said, it doesn't really like, it doesn't fulfill my heart. I feel like I'm not really helping anybody. Um, so then before I started this one, I, I made dua and I said like, I just, I want to have something that I feel useful. I want to have something that feels like I'm making a difference, even if it's like a little bit, even if it's in somebody just like looking at their skin and feeling more comfortable, like in the way that they look. Um, I didn't know that at the time, but like that was my dua was like, you know, that was the intention. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I that that was that was how it started. And then I said, Marshall. I'm just going to start with a little bit. And then I started with a little bit and then like sisters kept you know, kept coming and reassuring me like, oh yes, this is what it is. And then I just kept working. I still did the work. I mean, you're not going to be like, yeah, you have to do and just sit there, right? You do the work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You do the work, you, you, you learn, you fix, you correct yourself because everything 
everything is like I feel um you know like when I I picture myself like in a little maze and then like Allah just like moving the the thing so that you have to turn this way or you have to like go that way and then like you just like there like oh man now I have to go this way but I want to go straight but you have to go left oh yeah just you, you know you just yeah. go because that is that is where Allah is leading you and that is where you you have to go um but I think if you have if you don't have the intention then you do feel lost if you don't have like like the security that Allah is guiding you then you tend to feel lost you tend to feel like oh why why am I doing it Um, but the moment you, in your heart, you have the certainty, like, no, no, like whatever is happening, I'm going to, if Allah gave me a computer and I have Google and I can search how to start a business or like how to do this or how to do that, then that's what I'm going to do. If like, I don't have an Apple watch or I don't have like, whatever, I don't know. What do you need right now? You just need the computer. <laughs> um, but you, you, you have what you have and then you, you can absolutely make it work if you set the right intention and you do the work and you trust. And you trust that um, Allah knows what we don't know and that you have to go somewhere that Allah knows, but you don't know. And then you just have to keep going, keep going, keep going. Wow. Um, that's amazing. I think that's one of the most important things to do is just follow, you know, whatever path Allah gives you. Yes. Um, I really love that. Um, so, you know, I wanted to know how anyone can contact you or, you know, just give us your website and more information. Um, if you go um, claudianoor.com, then you see like, that's my website. That's where everything is. But if, um, if you follow me on Instagram and you send me like a direct message, I'm there all day, every day, just like talking skincare and makeup and mostly eyebrows and... <laughs> Uh, and a lot of other stuff. Um, you will be surprised how important eyebrows are. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I'm always like direct messaging with sisters and we're always like talking stuff. So if you go either to my website, um, claudianoor.com or to Instagram, then you can find me there. And your Instagram is at Claudia Noor, Claudia.noor, yes. right? Oh, okay. Yes. Claudia Noor. Claudia Noor. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Claudia. I think someone out there really listened to everything said. I really love, um, you know, how you really followed your intentions and it proved to be a beautiful one because of all your amazing products. And I can't wait to try it myself because I'm totally getting them. Yes. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Inshallah. it. Inshallah. And thank you so much again for being here on this podcast. Thank, thank you, you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much. May Allah reward you and may Allah help all the sisters who are listening, inshallah. I mean. Thank you for listening to Awea Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and join our Awea tribe. You can also follow me at awea.style on Instagram and Facebook and check out the amazing list of Muslim and women-owned small businesses at awea.com. When you support small business, you support a dream. See you later.